salmon broth like things. Hi, Ross. Hey, Sam. What um, is happening? What is happening? Just Sam and Ross like things, episode 57. Sponsored by this can of Miller High Life. Miller High Life. We're in Studio A. I'm Sam. I'm Ross. I was just drinking the Miller High Life. <laughs> Caught me at a bad time. But hello, I'm Ross. And this is the show where we talk about things that we like with no hedging. No, no hedging. Just hedging. like your thing. We just like it. We just like it. And we've got, I know we say this normally about the stuff other people like list but we've got a lot of things on our agenda tonight oh like in addition to the stuff other people like in addition to the stuff oh. other people like okay. uh we start at the top of the show with follow-up follow up. last last time we didn't have follow-up mm-hmm. and this time we've got follow-up did you know that on our web zone where we host salmonrosslikethings.com at the top at the bottom at the where at the bottom <laughs> hmm. There are comments. Oh yeah, I guess there are. Yeah, and I've are they turned on? They are turned on, but none of my browsers have com- have comments visible to me. Oh, because they've all been are there comments there turned off? There are, and we got two. Oh wow, on episode fifty six, and okay. I put them. I feel. In. Are there other ones? Like there was one a long time ago. Oh, I feel. I'm sorry, person, whomever that was, <laughs> but. Uh, I put them in the in the in the note, and you can read them right now. Okay, this is from Steve. Mm-hmm. Steve says, "Ote." Is that from um, Little Rascals? You mean Buckwheat? I don't know. My my Ote. son my son was watching. Yeah, like Saturday Night Live. Yeah, but isn't that from a thing? Yeah, it's from Little Rascals. I I don't know about Little Rascals other than I walked into my house and and they were watching it. The original one or the movie that came out in the early nineties? Yeah, that that one. Okay, sorry, that was a t- that was an aside. Um, <laughs> Those never happen. <laughs> I said one word and we have tangent. I'm sorry. <laughs> Steve continues. Um, Steve here might have could have made up a genre, but off the top of my head, I count the following as civ building board games. Okay, this is when they, we talked last week about this is one of yeah. the things Steve liked a civilization building card game. Yeah, um, and these are examples of. Civ building board games. Settles of Catan, which I'm familiar with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Nations, card and dice version. I think that's what he was talking yeah, about yeah, last yeah. week. And Agricola. Agricola. I know that game. What is no, that? It's a it's a civilization building <laughs> card game. Oh. No. It's it I've never actually played it. Does it have to do with Coca-Cola? I, I, would, I, it makes me thirsty every time. I'm 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 not surprised that you you had that feeling too. It's like you build farms and get resources. It's like, oh, my my sheep farm's about to make a sheep. And then I get the wool and I take it to the processing. It's like a tabletop version of all those games with the timers. Oh, so is it? do you think it would be fair to say that a civ building board game are necessarily games of resource management? Uh, yes. Okay. I'm familiar with that kind of thing. Um, and then let's see, Steve continues, but really in theme only mechanics nations comes close, uh, but really in theme only mechanics nation. I don't know how to read this, Sam. Well, I'll make it edited in post. Um, but really in theme only mechanics nations comes closest, but there are more legit games that fit according to the Googles. And then there's a link that I assume Sam will put in the show notes. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I got to now. You got to now. And then comment number two. Yeah. It's from Albert. And Albert says, this is on the same topic. Yes. Albert says, I think Axis and Allies, maybe Risk, is the closest thing to Civ for cards. Okay. Interesting. Axis and Allies is a great game. I only, there's a computer version of that, right? Uh, there is. I never played it. Yeah. I had the big board game version. I played it first at uh, Nerd Camp. Okay. Space Camp? No, it was at uh, UVA. Oh. And you went there for a couple weeks when mm-hmm. you were in middle school. Anyway. Our counselor had taped access and allies to the floor of the carpet Whoa. so it wouldn't move. What a good idea. Yeah. And then we played that all week. Okay. Is it, I'm only aware of risk in as much as one Imagine spends, risk. Yeah. But World well, War II. It's hard for me to imagine risk because I've only ever spent an hour setting up the board and have never actually played. Oh, okay. 
but you know how in Risk you have just little tokens like uh, Roman numeral one, mm-hmm. but instead of that you've got different unit types. Oh, so it's so like you've um, got tanks and infantry. Okay, okay. So what's that? In that, what's friend of the show Matt plays miniatures games, right? Warhammer. It's not like Warhammer. I mean, it is, but Warhammer is like you got the figures and you move them around, mm-hmm. or like uh, the Star Star Wars one. Yeah, like, Star Hammer. Star. No, there's there's a Star Wars Star Wars one where you fly around in an X-wing. I think it's called X-wing. <laughs> X-hammer. Sorry, I'm frustrating tonight. Anyway. Anyway, so it's kind of like those, but you're on a map as okay. opposed to like navigating terrain. So that game is fun. That sounds fun. And I again, I'm not. We were just talking about Final Fantasy before the show started, and in my mind, those games sound really fun. I'm just not sure. I have it within me to play those games to completion. Like, I enjoy the idea of Catan. Do you rage quit? Uh, I ha- I don't necessarily, but I do get frustrated sometimes. And often, I just uh, get bored. <laughs> One time, we played Access and Allies, Access and Allies, uh, in my family friend's basement, and we all had costumes. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm assuming from the title, like, was someone like Churchill? And like someone was yeah, stolen. Well, it was more like here's a here's a Eisenhower jacket, and here is a <laughs> faux Russian style like square hat thing. I love it. Yeah, I'm jealous of it. <laughs> okay, there's more are, of this comment. By the is way, is there? Oh my gosh, you're right. I only read two words again. <laughs> um, I think Axis and Allies maybe the clo- maybe Risk is the closest thing to Cipher Cards. Having just moved from Nova, oh, this is a, on a different topic. Having just moved from Nova, I can assure you that you still have to check the Metro Times, but only because Wamada is awful. Mm-hmm. That's because we said once your bus or train or whatever gets frequent enough, you just walk out there. Yeah, and there it is. But if your system is terrible and you walk out there and everything's delayed a half hour, then yeah, that that's yeah. not fun. Yeah. So uh, you know how I have a PO box. I do know this. Uh, I haven't been super diligent about checking it because I thought I was getting the scans. Okay. I was just going to call you out on this scan thing. But it's hard to tell which place it's going to because I have two addresses. Two PO boxes? No, I have... Two email addresses. Two email. No, I've got two addresses which mail can come to me that are associated with my email. Oh, okay. Because I live in a house and I have a PO box. Anyway... So you can send us mail to Sam and Ross Like Things, care of Sam Davies, P.O. Box 25914, Richmond, Virginia, 23260-5914. And we have two pieces of mail. Two? I'm going to hand you the first one. Okay. <laughs> Sam. Yes. This says, this is a yellow piece of paper mm-hmm. from the United States Postal Service. It yeah. says, Post Office Box Mail Pickup Notice. And then there's four. This is like a, this is like a notice they give you when you have made a mistake. Uh huh. And there are four different types of mistakes you can make. One is the article is too large for your box. One is postage due. One is the mail requires a signature. And one is there is too much mail to fit in your inbox. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it has a big black X marked over top of there is too much mail. Yeah. So uh, I normally check the PO box. Don't be creepy on Sundays when the counter is not open. Mm. And. I got that in the box today. And so there is mail waiting for me. It says, in addition, there's like a handwritten note on here that says tub on floor. I'm guessing that that yellow card has been in there a little bit. Do you have a, a whole tub dedicated to yourself, you think? Uh, not anymore because it's crossed out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been upgraded to something perhaps bigger. <laughs> Maybe than we'll take a picture of this <laughs> and put it in the show notes. All right. So that was item one. Here's item two. Whoa, a package. This is a package. Yes, it is. It's like a padded envelope. Mm-hmm. Do you want to look at the... Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry, I'm bad at this. Okay. Just first names. This is a package from Tracy. I, friend, I assume friend of the show, Tracy. Uh, Tracy, of Tracy corrects, corrects and, and clarifies. clarifies. Yep, okay. Um, and it is to us. I have a question. Why I open this? Wait, hold on. Let me yeah. get my sweet ASMR vibes while we... And look, it's... Hear the crinkles, Sam? <laughs> I hear the crinkles. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Inside this package, there are there's a note, and there are two koozies. Koozies. And Sam, do you know what it says on these koozies? 
It says Liker's gonna like. Liker's gonna like. Put that. Wait, we have two beers right here. Two beers right here. Ah, this is good. We should take a pic and put it in the show notes. Okay. Hold on. My Miller High Life is now in a koozie that says Liker's gonna like. These are great. These are amazing. Are these? This is amazing. And it and it says on the bottom, I like you. Stp.com. I didn't even know such a thing exists. I'm so happy about this. This is great. Okay, I will read the note. Greetings, Sam and Ross. No corrections or clarifications Yay. this fortnight. Just a pair of matching outfits to put on your yard beers. That's so perfect. Tracy knew. Tracy knew. At this moment, I like audience sing-alongs, hand claps both live and recorded, and songwriting that rewards a close reading. Mm. Mm. Shout out to Amy. I owe you a postcard about, quote, the idea of elsewhere, end quote. A thing you said that I liked. Ever your super fan, Tracy. Oh. That's a good note. Thank you, Tracy. That's a good note. And, and koozies? koozies, thank you so much. This is wonderful. <sighs> I was even just thinking, Sam, when we sat down and opened these beers, I was like, ah. If we only had a koozie. They bring in a koozies. So uh, just so you know, people who aren't Tracy, the ante, the bar has been raised. And I've never played poker, so I think ante too. It's also been raised. <laughs> now Way I can, up. Now I can't edit <laughs> out the word ante. <laughs> the ante is in the pot. And it's like 10 chips tall. It, whoa, that's a yeah. lot of chips. <laughs> uh, that's Thank great. You, Tracy. I have one more question about listener mail, Sam. Uh-huh. How did this get in your box if it's full? That was filling it. Oh, this is why it was full. Yeah. Oh, My box is very tiny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe maybe next time. Well, there's something. Yeah. I hope it's not spam, but you know. Well, they don't call it that for. What it, junk, junk mail. Junk, junk mail. mail. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, that was good. Wow. Ross? Yes. Let's stop all stop all the people like. Stop! Sam, I have, to, I have to make two to four thumb motions to scroll through this whole list. That's of a lot of that's a lot of thumb motions. It's and you've got the big long iPhone 10. It's like 15 inches long, this phone. And so <laughs> you can imagine. You can imagine the list. Metric inches. Metric inches. <laughs> All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Are you hydrate? You got your koozied beer? Yes, I'm liking it. Um, Imogen likes being belay certified. Can you say, before I continue, can you tell me about that? Yeah, this is my daughter. She is uh, really enjoying rock climbing. There's a rock climbing gym not too far from us. And she's been going there every week taking like course classes. And she is now belay certified, meaning she can be the one who holds the rope. Whoa. While other people go. That's awesome. Yeah. Does does it work like wrestling? Do you have like a weight limit, a weight class? She can belay someone who weighs 200 pounds or less more than her. Whoa. I guess that's rope physics. Yes. Wow, neat. Okay, continuing. Um, unexpected sleepovers where the kids organize it. Yeah, that we got, our, we got that last night. Um, were they like? They were hanging out at the pool and it's like, can we have a sleepover? I don't know. You figure it out. And then they did. Did they hold like like a council? Like I imagine at like in, in Congress, like there was like a like an aside and they were like a caucus of a two. caucus, yes. <laughs> they did discuss where they would be going. Okay. <laughs> and where they would have dinner. Oh, the great. answer was dinner not here, sleeping here. Oh, great. Yeah. That's wonderful. Um Matt M likes listening to rain and summer thunderstorms. Mm. Had a lot of those. Yes. Lots of chances. I like listening to the, those things. Me too. Um, past tense likes Starless by Jacqueline Carey, a self-contained door-stopper-sized epic fan. That's a good way mm-hmm. to describe a book, by the way. A self-contained door-stopper-sized epic fantasy with one of the most curious versions of non-binary gender expression. I'm really interested in this, especially the self-contained, because everything's a trilogy these days. I was just at the pool with my friend today, and he was like, well, started another dumb fantasy series that I probably don't like, but I'm already in book two, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this, I think we've said this before, but if someone happened to make a Goodreads oh, we should do that. list of all the books that have been mentioned on the show, they might get a, a, what? a thank you. On the, oh. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks in advance. Worth its weight in gold. Um, Christopher likes Cape Charles, the place, I assume. It's the best beach in Virginia. I should have continued reading the sentence before commenting mm-hmm. on it. Um, also, really cold beer when it's hot and humid out. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Mike likes driving a car after an oil change. It always seems quiet and smoother than before the tune-up. Yeah, as my dad would say, no car gets a tune-up these days. What's that mean? Uh, a tune-up used to mean something, and because of computers, you don't actually need a tune-up anymore, but now it's a catch-all phrase for like general maintenance. Oh, interesting. I feel the same way about bikes when you like... I yeah. guess those are tuned up though, right? No. Oh. Because there's like timing oh, of, of... There's tuning of the engine. Oh, like tuning meaning a different thing. Like a very specific engine thing. Oh, wow. Wow. Sorry, Mike, that is a great like. Sorry, my dad. I'm being pedantic <laughs> but for my dad through, but as a proxy. <laughs> Anna likes Libby. I love oh, Libby. This, so free ebooks and audiobooks from the library. This is the thing that is the new Overdrive, is that true? Yeah, it's by the same company, but it's like a slicker version. Do you know, Sam, if you cease using Overdrive and now use Libby instead, is that the is that like an upgrade path? Yes. Okay. Good to know. Zach likes helping friends with household projects. Disconnected two dishwashers today. I need to figure out some things for Zach to come over and fix at my house. It sounds like he would do it with a with a smiling face. Plofmaster likes, nay, loves hearing my almost five-year-old daughter celebrate the little things that her two-year-old brother learns and does. Mm-hmm. That's, That's sweet. That is charming. But he'll get into your stuff soon. The and little one? Yeah. yeah. She won't like it then. But it is super cute. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe they'll live in like a, a idyllic wonderland. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry for being so negative. <laughs> I like her's gonna like. <laughs> Sam's youngest daughter likes the zoo, and sour cream and onion chips and hamsters. Mm-hmm. Those are good chips. We had a big conversation today yep. about sour cream and onion or sour and cheddar. Sour cream and cheddar. Cheddar and sour cream. Oh, cheddar and sour cream. Thank you. Thank moniker. you. Thank you. Um, do you prefer a sour cream and onion prefab chip or? Plain chips and sour cream and onion mixed together. And I I like to take sour cream and onion chips and dip them in the sour cream and onion. Option dip. three. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can never have too much sour cream and onion flavoring, just in general. I will concur. Okay. Um, Eric likes the breeze after a pulse bus goes by. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new BRT we just got. I like that too. Uh, Dominic likes Virginia peaches, which have been thumbs up, okay symbol emoji so far this season. I haven't had a single peach yet this year. I uh, hear they come from a can. Oh. And, he continues, the sounds and sights of Randolph Pool in the background while shopping at Birdhouse Farmer's Market for said peaches. Now I know where to get the peaches from. Yeah. Lisa likes extra long vacation. Oh, that sounds great. Heck yeah. Christina likes white flowy dresses. I know this particular Christina, and one Christina story is I was at a party with her, and she had on white pants, and my child was much younger and also at this party, and I was like, child, do not take your grubby child hands anywhere near that lady's white pants. Mm-hmm. You said it, Christina. The note says Christiania. It's it's definitely Christina. Okay. I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Sorry. Uh, Steven likes gin and tonics and t- with two lime slices. Whoa. Going overboard. Um, Ryan likes four o'clock blooms, hummingbirds, and weddings. What's a four o'clock bloom? He's like a flower guy, so maybe a type of flower. flower. I thought it might be a drink. Oh. Steven likes Texas Beach. Texas Beach. Do you guys go to Texas Beach? I've never been. What? Yeah. Remember, you had it as a like prime, and I've never actually been. Let's go. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Valerie likes swim lessons for the kid. It's been fun to watch. This is not my Valerie. It's been fun to watch her progress. Progress? Progress. It's been fun to watch her progress <laughs> from not wanting to put her face underwater to being excited to try to swim on her own. Nice. Liz likes Hanover tomatoes, freckles, and kids at the beach. Chris likes rain. On, his, that, we- on his wedding day. Do you think... Cause, like, he's I, only happy when it rains. Maybe. It's, he should have been real happy this past week. We had so much rain that I think that this particular like may have been from when we got the rain, when the rain started. And we're all like, ah, oh, a cooling rain. And then it rained for like seven days. And yeah. we we're like, ugh. And then my lawn is up to my knees. Christopher likes concerts at Maymont, which is a big park in Richmond. Brian likes cutting grass. You just said that. Lawn up to your knees. Get Brian over here. Uh, if you want to, if anyone wants to cut our grass, you're welcome to it. <laughs> Amanda likes the strong, warm sun on my face and arms after coming out of my very cold office. Offices are cold. So cold. What is with that? Well, 
it's a patriarchy thing because men have to wear suits. What? Yeah, so men's dress clothing is is hot. That's mind blowing. Let's get rid of suits. I'm in. Done. Boom. Uh, Jenny likes how much fun my kid had at Camp Hanover. Pre-made margarita mix from Trader Joe's and free summer kids movies. Mm-hmm. Amy likes vacation bike rides, kayaking, native flowers, and air conditioning to cool off. I enjoy air conditioning also. You'll notice I suggested getting rid of suits and not air conditioning. Yeah. Why would you do that? Air conditioning is wonderful. Yeah. Um, JR likes paladins. Yeah. So this is, uh, you, you were telling me about this game. Describe it to me. Yeah. So I have learned it is, do you remember Team Fortress 2? Nope. What? Is um, that the one that Portal is related to? Yes, I think it is. Um, this is, I don't know what to call it other than, it's like a class-based first-person shooter where like you don't just find the weapons scattered about, like you are the guy who has the shotgun, or you are the medic, or you are... Oh, I would be the medic. Oh, dude, medic all the time. Medic yeah. is so much fun. Um, but so you, you have like your set of tools and weapons and stuff, and you don't... And you're stuck with those for the game. Um, and so Paladins is a, a ripoff of Overwatch, which is like a current one of those. Um, you may have heard of Overwatch. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is just, for some reason, someone made a, a exact ripoff and, and then, but then also ripped off the uh, monetization scheme from Fortnite. So it's like all this like additional in-app purchase stuff. Okay. So it's free to play this game. That's exactly like this other game. But if you want like cool skins or like whatever, whatever, you pay actual dollars to get sure but is it fun super fun all right we've been having we i pro- like free and fun yeah i think we've played we just got it like this weekend we've already put in like 15 hours into it have you bought any skins none zero zero dollars have gone in this game and we've had a lot of fun doing it and then finally nope not finally J- val my val this is who i'm married to uh likes the johnny cash album my mother's hymn book which is songs that he learned from his mother oh that's sweet yeah and then cat who's my wife likes when her kids have enriching experiences. Life enriching. Oh, not just regular enriching. So, excuse me, Cat likes when her kids have life enriching experiences with friends and family. Yeah. Is this related to the sleepovers? Partly, yeah. Awesome. It's just in general. like Awesome. I like that my daughter's no good people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was long, Sam. Oh, it was so long. Sam, I'm going to do the awkward money request now. Oh, yeah. Did you see our stats? We are so close. Yeah, I saw our stats. So we have, if you have, if you haven't been listening since the last episode, <laughs> we have started a Patreon. It yes. is patreon.com slash Sam and Ross like things. Right at the top. Right at the top. And our goal is we want to make, throughout the course of this year, we make a hundred bucks. Yep. And that pays for hosting and the domain. Yep. And that's it. Maybe a beer. And maybe a beer. But yeah. beers are totally optional. Yeah. Um. And so right now we have three patrons. Three patrons. And our total amount, which, per is, which is per episode, is $9. We are so close. So nine times, like about 10 or 12. Well, we record every fortnight. Yeah, so like, what are we looking at then? I can't even exactly the math. Exactly 26. So there you go. And I can't even do the math no, live, okay. Sam, because it's impossible. So no one possibly could. There's that minus, minus um, Patreon takes a cut. And you recall one of my like primes is doing my taxes. Yeah. So uh, we will pay our taxes too. So oh, yeah. so coming around, that'll be about a hundred bucks. So that's great, and that was our get, goal. If that'll... we get people, if we get ten, a pledge of ten. So you can be the one who pushes us over. Yeah, the goal. if you've got a dollar per episode, you could push us over that goal. Now that's just our first goal, Sam. Yeah. Let me tell you about our second goal. Second goal. Tell me. Tell me. Our about second it. goal is a hundred thousand dollars an episode. Is that right? No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's our third goal. That's our third goal. Sam, our second goal for yeah. listeners is we want to make $100,000 just in general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so if just like a jillion people out there mm-hmm. gave us all of their money, yep. we would quit our regular jobs. We'd consider, that's what the goal says, we'd consider quitting our regular okay, jobs. Okay, we'd consider quitting our regular jobs, take their money, uh-huh. and just do this show. As our jobs. As our jobs. Yep. So that goal is at uh, $10,000. Per episode. Yeah, thanks for doing that math for me. Um, but yeah, obviously, we really just want $100 to pay yeah, for Yeah, if we could cover our costs, that'd be great. Yeah. We'll keep doing the show even if we have to pay for it. But uh, yeah. if you want to give us a couple bucks, head on to the Patreon. Where was that again, Ross? It is patreon.com slash Sam and Ross like things. Right at the top. Right at the top. <laughs> I don't know if the money's actually right at the top. 
No, what I, uh, I think it is. Yeah, 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 it is. It's convenient that. So, Ross. Yes. We are recording this on a Sunday. That doesn't even apply. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's episode 57, 5 7 Yep. And last time we had a double episode. Mm-hmm. So that messed up the rotation. It didn't. It didn't mess it up at all. <laughs> so. It's your turn to go. It's your turn. It's my turn to go? 57. Odd. Three letters. Sam. Oh, yeah. So good. It's so easy. Um, Sam. Yeah. The thing that you like this week. Yeah. Is Breakaway RVA. Yeah. Can you describe and explain this to me? Yeah. So Breakaway RVA is this event that happens during the nicer weather months where Richmonders from all over the city all meet at a place on their bicycles relatively close to where they live. And then they all ride their bikes from all those different starting locations to an unknown secret spot in the city and meet up. So oh, it's like, like five or six groups of 20 bike riders all converging on the same spot in the city at the same time. Well, that sounds fun. Tell yeah. me, um, all ages what? What's the... Uh, it is all ages. It's a slow-paced ride. Yes. So I've taken uh, my oldest daughter, Imogen, with us. Uh, we've done this twice. And you go meet, and then uh, you ride relatively slowly. You're not going out for you know speed demon. Yeah, no, no spandex and well, you and can there, and... you can bring that stuff. Uh, but it's a it's a casual ride through the city, and it's uh, during these months it's light out. So you're not really worried about, um, we have lights, but we get home before dark. And they, what they typically do is they ride to a first, sort of a midpoint location. Mm-hmm. Also never, secret? So they've changed it mm. for the convenience of life. It used to be that mm-hmm. both locations were secret. Now they tell you the end point, but not the midpoint. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So they life. tell you the end point so you know... Oh, it ends in Churchill, and I've got a little kid. Like, we're not going to ride back home at 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. Even though it's still light out. Like, oh, we'll skip this one. Or, like, I'll arrange or arrange to have a car pick us up. Sure. Right? Uh, but you don't know what the midpoint is. And it's super fun. And it's all these people who... There's always a leader who is kind of, like, chief bike nerd. And um, they're super friendly. It's just a real chill ride. Um, what I like about it is, uh, especially my uh, Imogen has learned sort of like the culture of riding in a group. Mm. Uh, so there is the, and the leaders demonstrate this like, oh, there's a hole. And then you point hole. Oh, yeah. Or like clear right. Like technically you're all supposed to come to a full stop at a stop sign, but it's safer if like we're in a big group and it's clear that we'll just say, we'll slow down and clear and go together or we'll make sure that all of us got through the light or whatnot. I love a good like herd watching out for each other, like doing a thing, moving about together. Or or knowing like if you're you're gonna stop, you say stopping, Mm -hmm. right? Or moving to the left or... Just giving people a heads up of what you're doing. Do you think it's made her a better, safer rider? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, And I don't think she could have learned it any other way. Yeah, sure. The other time sort of group riding she's done is the Moonlight Ride, which is uh, up in Richmond where a whole bunch of people, they close down a bunch of streets and you ride on the street at night with bike lights and glow lights and stuff. And that's fun too, uh, but... I'm glad she had a breakaway before that, so she learned a little bit about how it is to ride in a big group yeah. before she was doing it at nighttime. Have you done it solo with with no child in tow? Nope, only with a kid. Cool. Yeah. Um, where are some of the spots? What are like? Tell me some We've of the only middle been spots. To two. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do more, but you know, life happens. Yep. Uh, the first one we went to, we there was no midpoint. But we rode around a bit and then ended up at the Ark Park. Oh, fun. Yeah. And? There uh, was a band. Yeah. And there was food. That was great. 
Lots of stuff for kids to do at our park. Yeah, at for our sure. park. And then the last one we did, we rode down just north of the river. There's a like a skate park that's getting built. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's super close to Texas Beach, Sam. You were almost there. Was I? Mm-hmm. And there were roller derby people practicing there, and they gave Whoa. us a roller derby presentation or a demonstration. And roller derby is a like prime of mine, so that was fun. That is awesome. And then we went to there's a ice cream place on Strawberry Street, and we all rode there. I love this idea of riding with other humans. And then on the ride home, it was like we'd recognized some people from our earlier group, and we rode home together. Yes. And some of them peeled off to go to Hardywood on the ride home. Because like, oh, wait, we're right next to Hardywood. But then those of us with kids, we rode back together. And that was super nice, too. I love, maybe it's part of the reason why I like the bus a lot, too, is I love moving about with people. Like, we're all on like, yeah. a collective journey. We're all in this together. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, so you said any any skill levels. like, and I So I assume that means like you do not need to feel shame about your level of skill you, the status of your bicycle like it's just uh, no one's ever commented on the status of my bicycle i would say if you've got a kid little like a little kid you want to make sure that they are able to you know follow directions and that they are not swervy yeah yeah because you're you're on real roads you're on real roads and you are riding with other people and it can be dangerous if you are swervy and mm-hmm. people don't know what you're doing, right? Yep. Uh, and also it ends up being, you know, our city's not super huge and radius, but you can, it can end up being like, I think the last one we did ended up being like there and back like 11 or 12 miles. Wow. Significant ride. Yep. So, and that wasn't all at once. It was in chunks, but, you know, just be mindful of, Smaller kids might not be able to do that much. And you can always have someone pick you up at the end if you've got a, a bike mounty thing on your car. A bike rack. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. Which I, we bought you know, this year. We just got one yeah. this weekend. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, I asked because I feel like one of the things I have uh, uh, anxiety about is general bike I don't think snobbiness is I know nothing about my bike. Yeah, yeah. And so like I'm just impressed I know kind of what the gears kind of do. <laughs> I don't even have gears on mine, so I don't even have to know about them. It's just like go. Um, but yeah, I get nervous in bike situations. So I like anything that like flattens and diffuses bike things. Yeah. This sounds like that. Yeah. I've been once, I think, or twice, but not in a long time. Let's say take JR. Yeah, he's never been. I think it would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think you've been practicing enough that... I tr- we almost rode to church. We can ride to the Sugar Shack. That's like our furthest. Wow. We rode to Sugar Shack to get donuts. And then we also rode to Blanchard's Coffee, which is further, but like most mostly bike safe most of the way. Um, Blanchard's is a little like, you have to really ride in the street like a real person. Yeah. Um, do you think that, how, like where would you, would you... Has it in like? Would you take another bike adventure sans breakaway? Oh yeah, it's just if it, I've done trips with with any other places too. Yeah, uh, random bike lanes, things like that. It'd be cool if we had more bike lanes. I tell you what. Yep, it would be nice if they connected to each other. Right. So this is once a month, and it's in the in the summery times. It's like the last Thursday of the month, typically. I love it. I love. Um, yeah, I love again. I like the idea of being with other humans. Do you have you do you know if other folks that do it? Like, is this like a thing where you bring a bunch of your pals? Uh, not you specifically. One brings a bunch. I've of them. encountered people I know, but uh, not set out and arranged such a thing. Fine. <laughs> well, that's sweet, man. Yeah, I love anything bike related. Yeah, it's fun. Super fun. Um, we need to do a Nightwing. Dude, I rode my bike over here today, and I was, Nightwing home. I was thinking about how awesome it's to be. I'm going to take off this button-up shirt I have, and I'm going to ride home in an undershirt like a champion. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <laughs> sounds amazing. It is, man. You could ride with me. We could Nightwing it to my house, and you have to ride back. No, I mowed the lawn today. Yeah, plenty. You're good. You're good. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> <sighs> Ross. Yes. I'm excited about your leg. Because it's come up on almost every show for the past. <laughs> Listen, it's come up with every interaction I've had with every human in the last couple of weeks. Ross, what you like this this week is uh, naked and afraid. Yes, 
The TV show. It's a TV show. The hit TV show. Uh, tell me about Critically the show. acclaimed, Sam. Tell me um, about the show. The only thing I've seen was there was an SNL spoof of it with, <laughs> with uh, uh, I forget. Well, so Sam, this is a television show on the Discovery Channel. It's all about knowledge and learning and discovering mm-hmm. where they take one man. Is it still? I have no idea. Okay. Um, this is the only show I watch on the Discovery Channel. They take one man and one woman and they take away all their clothes and put them in a jungle and then they have to survive. For like a weeks. jungle jungle? Yeah. Well, most of the time it's a jungle, but also like random places in Africa that aren't jungle, the swamps of Louisiana, the mountains of Canada. Wow. They put them in just like hard survival situations for 21 days and you have to survive. You get to bring, you can, okay, so you're naked, you got nothing. Uh-huh. You can bring with you one survival item that you pick and they give it to you in a, like a little, you have like a little tote bag, a burlap tote bag. Okay. Um, sometimes depending on where you are, they'll give you like a fire starter or something. I am a fire starter. But sometimes you have to bring a fire starter as your, I have to bring a fire starter. As your, as your personal <laughs> survival item. And then the other aspect of the show, which we can talk about in a second, is they give you a PSR. What's a PSR? It's your personal survival rating. <laughs> and they give you one before you come on the show. And then they evaluate it after you either survive or do not survive. This sounds fake scientific. It's super fake scientific. Um, I've never, until just, re- so we've been watching this for maybe a month now. My mom got us into it. Yeah. My mom was like, there's this show, Naked and Afraid. And we were like, what a dumb show, mom. And then we were like, I guess we'll watch it. And now we can't stop watching it. It has become the show. Yeah. We just say, do you want to watch the show? Yeah. And that's what it means. That's it. And so we've been watching. Tell me about PSR. Okay. PSR <laughs> is your personal survivor rating. And they and usually it's between five and six. It's a 10 point scale with one digit of significance. So they'll give you like a 5.5. But that'd be like a that'd be pretty low for someone to start out with a five point five. Okay. And so usually it's between like six and seven to start. Okay. The men's are always higher than the women's until this this is season seven we're on, and I think three times the woman has been higher than the man's. It's total dumb. Yeah. And then this is the bad part of the show is where like the The sexism the ps the psr part is so super sexist and the narration over it also super sexist so at the end if you survive for your 21 days they reevaluate your psr so it'll go up i've there's like one or two folks that get to nine most people end up in the eights if they survive the men's is always higher than the women's (laughs) almost universally and they describe it in such the dumbest do men quote unquote survive more often than women no dude Men tap out in a second. Yeah, that, that, in a second. It's so funny. It's amazing because like the men are these like that huge... jives with what I would think would happen. Yes, like men are there and they are like, I'm just here to like hunt. I'm here to hunt and survive. And instantly they can never hunt and find anything, and then they feel bad about themselves and tap out. And the women are just like, I don't know. I'm just gonna hang out here and survive. That's cool. And they almost <laughs> always always make it men tap out frequently oftentimes men will get injured because they're dumb and like women will have to care for them and make sure that they don't die and then <laughs> <That> when sounds, <laughs> sounds gender normative but well i mean yeah, not, not, that, not like a, that way it's just like as as equals it's like well if you want to be alone for 21 days you can let this person yeah tap out or you can do all the work so that they don't tap out <laughs> um and then they reevaluate their their PSRs at the end. And they use just such weird, dumb coded words of like this guy, even despite his like injury where he fell down because he was hunting a thing in a dumb way, managed to win. And so he'll like super high PSR and it'll be like the lady, oh, despite her like overworking managed to stay in the game. And they like give her like a little bit of race. Anyway, Sam, this is a so- this show about stuff we like, okay. but that is, that is a portion of the show, which is, it's fun to watch because you get to yell at the, oh, like yeah. the PSR system. Oh, yeah, you get to hate watch the PSR yes. system. Yes. Um, so they end up there. They're naked wherever Belize or wherever they are. And uh, yeah, and then they survive. And you got to find, you got to build a shelter. You got to get water. Um, there's often lots of like, oh, man, so thirsty. I guess I'll just drink this water coming out of the ground. And it's like, don't drink the water. Uh, and then they throw up everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah. It is my favorite <laughs> show at the moment. Okay. Like, I can't get enough of this show. Okay. Uh, there's several things. Um, the item. Yes. Tell me about what you would choose. 
All-time best item, Sam. Yeah? Mosquito netting. All-time best. <laughs> Nothing tops mosquito netting. Okay. Because you're in the jungle. There's just mosquitoes everywhere. Like, these people, if you get, like, grossed out by, like, skin disease, don't watch this show. Because, like, they're just annihilated by mosquitoes. And, like, their bodies are just ridden with mosquito bites and, like, bumps and bleh. But it's real hard to sleep if you're being accosted by mosquitoes for 12 hours, right? Yeah. So mosquito netting, you can use it as fishnet too. Oh. Brilliant. Um, that's the best one. Uh, one guy, one guy, one guy was, he was from like Alabama or something, and he was like, oh, I brought a slingshot. I'm going to hunt a chicken. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> he, that was not a very useful survival item. But yeah, mosquito netting. What's the most... So that was an absurd one. Are there more? I need to know. Are there more rules? Um, you can call for a medic. No, I mean, you couldn't bring a, a firearm. No one has ever brought a firearm. People bring knives often. Okay. Like big giant hatchets or whatever. You almost have to have some sort of cutting thing so you can cut stuff to build your shelter. Um, so they either almost always end up with one as like a free item or someone will bring it. There's a, there are free items? Sometimes. And I think it's either because the choosing of the personal survival item didn't work out. So, like, neither of them brought something to make fire or neither of them brought, like, a machete. Um, or sometimes it's, like, something you need or you would just die. Okay. So, all right. Are all the episodes the same? Yes, they're identical. Like, okay. It's, like, it's, yeah, it's exactly the same, the same. And, like, the editors and directors know, right? And they're building mm -hmm. these arcs. This was the best arc. The dread... The directors are pretty clever. I'm into it. They, they this last one they watched, um, we watched. There was big focus on banana spiders, venomous spider somewhere in Central or South America, and it's like ben, banana spider gonna kill you, banana spider. And they kept showing like as they go to commercial, they showed this like night vision shot of one of the, of the guy like clutching his head, being like ah, and they were like banana spider, super deadly. Watch out for the banana spider. And then like got to the point where like they were at night and then the guy's like screaming and what had happened is like a fruit had fallen from a tree and hit him in the <laughs> eye and they, they didn't see a banana spider the whole time the whole time sam but the but it was like this wonderful arc that they yeah. had like manipulated me into i was like that's how they get you i'm with you directors good okay. good work. but yeah it's like very predictable in what's happening every single time so now that you've watched 20 seasons of this yeah six million seasons, seasons. Mm -hmm. it sounds like you probably have some tips oh that you might um either give someone going on the show or actively tell the tv screen oh yeah totally um for mosquito netting obviously yeah tip number one tip number two is like don't mess around with random water this is like so easy just don't do it so where do you get your water you got to boil it you got to boil it so you got to get a fire asap so that you can boil your water uh, this one time, Sam, this lady, this lady, she found like a lily pad with like a flower growing on it. And she was like, I heard if you drink using this, did we talk about this last time? I think nope. we might've, if we drink using the stem of this flower as a straw, it filters out all the stuff. And the guy with it was like, uh, th this like not how, I mean, you're not gonna filter out bacteria. Like that's not how that works. And she was like, nah, 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 it works. <laughs> she was throwing up in like four hours, like <laughs> done. Um, so be real careful with water. Okay. That's important. Uh, I think those are the two big tips. No, no one really sort of, like. There's a bunch of different types of shelters people build, and they're all like everyone's freezing, uncomfortable, and covered in bugs. So, okay, yeah. Would you go on the show? So, Sam, I I don't think I would go on the show, but yeah, there is a every season. There's a fan episode where <laughs> instead of surviving for 21 days, they send two fans of the show to survive for 14 days. Okay. And they usually survive pretty good. I think these dates are, the time spans are chosen so you can't, like I think you could just go in the woods and sit for 21 days and you wouldn't die of starvation. That's why it's 21 days. Like if right. it was 28 days, I think you would you would just die. Um, so I think 14 days is short enough where like, I mean, anyone can do anything for 14 days, right? <laughs> this is the idea. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. No, I wouldn't. No. Or would I? No. Probably not. Probably not. What would your PSR be? I don't have any skills, Sam. Like what a previous internet writer. He, they, all, they also, they also, when, they, your career. when they, when they do, when they reveal your initial PSR, they pick three words to describe you. Uh -huh. And they'll be like Marine. Rip mix burn. <laughs> Outgoing. 
mother or whatever. And like, those are always fun to comment on too. Um, but like, I was just thinking like, what would my three words be? Like, I don't know, like, <laughs> like I don't even know. Like, I don't have any words that help know. me out. In it. Like, uh, was I would, they would probably put Eagle Scout. I wasn't Eagle Scout. So like Eagle Scout. Is that two words or one word? Uh, you know, you get a, you get a two to three word phrase. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I got animated about that, Sam. Woo-hoo, I'm gonna watch the show now. You should, or maybe you shouldn't. You get addicted. Uh, what is XL? Oh, so I haven't gotten there yet, but I think they got. I think you know how like you run like eight or nine seasons. Like, where do we go from here? Yeah. So XL is they extra large is they bring a group of people together and there's no competition element like survivor you're not trying to eliminate you're all just trying to survive but it's for 40 days with a group of humans so you get i haven't watched it yet but you get more like the the psychological personal interactions yeah are more complex but you have more resources to survive for longer and so that's a longer period of time but with more folks wow it's a (laughs) spinoff Check that one out. Too. There's also a spinoff called Naked and Afraid Colon Savage. And I have no idea what Colon that, Savage. Yeah, I have no idea what it is, but I, it just showed up like in the Discovery Channel show listing. There's like three different Naked and Afraid shows. <laughs> <laughs> I will check this out. Thanks, Ross. Thanks, Sam. Do you want to do some quick hits? Quick hits! I would love to do a quick hit. Do you have a quick hit? I do, but you go first. You want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. So I've got a quick hit. This is something I've just been doing the past couple of weeks. I will come home from work or on a weekend day. I'll put my phone on my nightstand. I'll take off my Apple Watch. I'll have nothing. Whoa, digital free. Digital free. That sounds awesome. It's Are nice. you enjoying it? I assume I mean, it's I'm a quick hit. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. It's, what, uh, give me a quick hit of what, what's nice about it. I am not like twitchy picking up my phone and just fiddling on it mm-hmm. as much. Um, reading a lot more books. Mm. That's nice. Hanging out in the hammock. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Do you feel like you go outside more? No. Okay. Cool. Depends on the weather. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the other day I put my watch back on and it felt like a bracelet of anxiety. Ooh, interesting. Right? Like, because I've been wearing my Apple Watch. You're not wearing one right now. No, I'm at home. Everyone, I would who would want to get in touch with me immediately, that wouldn't call a whole bunch of times if there was an emergency. It's right here. It's here. Yeah. Like if if cat's out, and I'm expecting like I might get a message from her. Yeah, I'll put the watch on. Right. But if she's here. So you can just say, Sam, like what? I am um, in our super secret Slack channel. You had mentioned you're doing this mm-hmm. and it has inspired me to rethink my notifications on my Apple watch. I turned off everything. Yeah. I think I get calendar and phone and texts. I'm, I'm contemplating and maybe this is a topic for another time, Sam, but I'm contemplating because I have a couple like reminders. Like, you know how one of my goals this year is yeah. to take- oh, I have OmniFocus on too. Sure. You know how one of my goals is to take more photos? Yeah. So I have three reminders throughout the day. That's like take a morning photo, take an afternoon photo, take an evening photo, which has made me take more photos. Yeah. But now like I'm in the I'm in a pretty good- Do you need the reminder? I don't think I need the reminder. So I think- So take it off. Yeah. So I think I need, like there's a usefulness in like seasonal reminders. Right. And making or sure the one- yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once you have it, take it off. Yeah. Uh, I My- philosophy on that is if it is affecting positive change in my life you can leave it on but like the circles like i liked them but more often than not like i was not changing my behavior right to fit the circles and so on days when i would be like 10 off i would just feel bad dude 10 off makes me feel terrible right i'd feel bad and i don't need that so I turned that off and I haven't really missed it because it wasn't the change was it wasn't affecting my behavior. Right. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm inspired by that. Yeah. What's your quick hit? My quick hit is the new Skeleton Witch album called Devouring Radiant Light. That is a lot of letters. 
So what type of metal is Skeleton Witch? That's a... T- I don't know. Um, it's like a mix of... I would say death metal. It's just death metal. Death metal. Yeah. It, the album is so good. It is really good. It hits all my it hits all my spots. It doesn't do any weird stuff. It's very I think it's likable for a lot of different metal folks. Um, has a little bit of like hardcore crossover stuff in it that I like. It's really good, and it's called Devouring Radiant Light, yeah, which I think a is amazing. <laughs> uh, will you add this to the yes. Sam and Ross like things playlist? I on will. I meant to do it before I came over here, but I was playing Guardian or Paladins instead, so <laughs> I ran out of time. All right then, Ross. Yeah. We did it. This has been like an hour and a half long show. It has. It's been like two or three hours. I'm basically spending the night here. Uh, it's a spontaneous kid plan sleepover. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, tell me. Mm-hmm. You've already told us where to send a postcard. Yeah. What if I wanted to get in touch with you on the internet? Where would I find you? Probably the best thing would be to send a message to at Mr. Beefy on Twitter. Okay. Cool. You can find me also on Twitter at Ross Catro, R-O-S-S-C-A-T-R-O-W. And what is the other question you always ask me? Um, do we have show notes? Oh, yes. At SamonRossLightThings.com. Which reminds me, Sam, I should put a link to the Patreon on SamonRossLightThings.com. I think I did. Oh, you did? I think I did. Right at the top. At the top. It's right there. <laughs> I did it. Uh, all the music you heard in this episode is from our friend and yours, Matt Fisher who you can find his podcast. It's called Smark of the Beast. Smark of the Beast. I have to do that every time. Yeah, I do. I have to do it now, too. It's habit for me. Uh, I think that's it. That's it. Is we that love it? doing the show. Thanks for thanks for listening. Oh, Sam. Yeah. I have a programming note. No one listens past this part, so this is just yeah. between you and me. Is I'm going on a like a super banging long vacation. Uh-huh. And so it might, it might, we might not stick exclusive like strictly to our Fortnite <gasps> schedule that we always stick to i'm just putting it out there because who knows how long this vacation is going to be who knows what mood i'm going to be in when i get back mm-hmm. you know so upset ross yeah <laughs> just <laughs> just be just be aware all right all right <laughs> bye everybody bye, bye.